Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. And today's topic is we're talking about things that you should quit on. Now, I know you're probably like, Jeanette, we are constantly talking about things that we shouldn't quit, why we shouldn't give up, why we should continue to go after our goals. And that is true. But it is also really important for you to understand that there are some things in your life, things that you do, habits that you have that you should quit on. And what's going to happen is when you start quitting on the things that you shouldn't be doing, you're going to find so much more room and time to be able to start doing the things that you should be doing. So let's dig deep. Let's talk about some of these things. I have a list for you guys that I thought about that would be really good for you to start on. But I do want you to do something for me. There's going to be a little bit of homework with this lesson. I want you to grab a notebook right now if you're somewhere where you can actually take notes. If not, at some point, I want you to come back to this episode and I want you to write down your own list because nobody knows your life better than you. And I want you to write down a list of things that you think are harming you or slowing you down or not making you happy. Things that you think need to go. Things that you need to stop doing and you just need to quit on them once and for all. And as you make this list, I want you to keep something in mind and I want you to watch for this. Some of these things are going to be things that you are doing out of habit because you've done them so much, you may not even think about them. So think about your everyday things that are coming up because some of those also may need to go. Okay, so before we get started, I wanted to say, if you are not on Instagram and following me, I want you to go and connect with me because I've been having so much fun over there. I get emails from you guys on episodes that you really love, things that you really love to hear, things that have helped you a lot. I've had questions come up. And one of the things that I've been doing that I've been really enjoying on Instagram is I've been answering a lot of questions. I've been answering questions, sharing tips, all kinds of different things to help you. So it's kind of like having this podcast on an everyday basis on your social media. I think it's important for us to be able to share things on social media that help other people. And so I want to make sure that when I show up to social media, that that's what I'm doing. And I thought, what better way to do it the way that I do here in this podcast? In this podcast is like everything to me. I feel like I can really connect with you guys. I have heard from so many of you guys. And let me tell you, knowing that this is having an impact on you, even if your message took you a couple minutes to write me a message just to let me know how this impacted you, it means the world to me because it helps me see that the things that I'm sharing really are having an impact on you. Even if it's just like one little thing that you take away that you're like, wow, I really needed that. I really needed to hear that. It means the world to me. So thank you guys for taking time and sending me a quick message and letting me know because I really appreciate that. So if you love this stuff and you want more tips and you have questions that you can't ask me here, which you can always ask me, you can always email me. My email is Jeanette at JeanetteSachs.com. But if you're like, girl, I have some things that I want to know about my business, about my wellness, about my personal life, things that I'm going through that you can probably help me figure out. You guys go over to my Instagram. I've been using my stories and I've been sharing things 
So I'm trying to remember to put up a question box of ask me anything because that's when people have been asking me a bunch of things. So go over there and let's connect and let's get through some of this stuff. To find me on Instagram, just search for Jeanette Sachs. I will also put my Instagram handle down at the show notes so you can just scroll down, see the show notes and you can find anything that I do, all the links to where you can find me, how you can work with me. They're all in the show notes as well. Okay, ladies, so let's go ahead and talk about this list. So number one is you can quit on showing up for others that are unwilling to show up for themselves or to show up for you. Now, what does that mean? Because this can be a little bit of a sensitive topic, right? So in your personal life, what I mean by that is sometimes we look at not showing up for someone or not doing something for someone in our personal life as being negative, as not being there for them. But the way that I look at it is some situations, not all, but some situations, I look at it as I'm not going to enable this person to continue doing what they're doing. And so I want you to look at, is there situations in your life with people that you feel like you need to stop doing this stuff because you feel like you're enabling the behavior, the situation, and it's not helping and they're just taking advantage? You can quit on that. You can stop doing that. It is okay. You can say no without feeling like you're saying no because you're being mean or you're not trying to be there for that person. A lot of times we enable people and we just need to stop and it is okay to stop. And in your professional life, it's the same thing. As a coach, you can look at people and go, okay, well, I really want to help this person. I really want to help them get to their goals. But if these people are not showing up for themselves, if they're not willing to show up and put in the work, you can't do anything about that. All you can do in your professional life is be there for people that are willing to show up and go after the goals that they set. If they're not willing to show up, you can quit being there. And what I mean by quit being there is you can't drag anyone to reach their goals. If you're a coach, especially a coach, it is really exhausting to try to convince people to want it. It's really exhausting to try to drag people along, especially when your vision is very clear and you have a great work ethic and you're showing up. When others don't, it can be very draining and you're going to find that you're not having fun in your business. And you may be feeling a little bit down because you're just like, man, I really want it for them. Like they could be so incredible for this. But girl, if they're not showing up for themselves, you can't show up harder for someone than they can for themselves. Remember that. So all you can do is bless and release. And when they're ready, they will come find you and work with you. Number two of the list of things that you can quit on is your negative thoughts about yourself. Listen, we all have negative thoughts about ourselves. They're going to happen. But one of the things that I would recommend is getting really good at calling yourself out immediately as soon as you have those thoughts. And the reason you want to do it immediately is because it'll prevent you from going down the path of poor me and believing all of the limiting beliefs that come up. I did a post the other day on Instagram where I talked about sometimes as women, we go through things and some days you're going to feel like a badass. You're going to be on it. You're going to get so much done. You're going to feel unstoppable. And then the next day you're going to feel the opposite of that. And it may be just that time of the month. But when you are able to call yourself out, the first time I want you to do this, when you have these thoughts, I do want you to spend some time asking yourself, what triggers me to think that about myself? You know, a lot of times we try to ignore it. We go, Ugh, and then we just go along with the feeling of poor me. I'm just not good enough. I'm just not capable. I don't have the credentials. I don't have the degrees. I don't have the knowledge. I don't know what I'm doing. And we go down this path and it just makes it worse and worse and worse. And then you end up quitting on your goals. But instead of doing that, I want you to go, okay, why am I thinking this? Why does this come up? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I feel like I need approval? Why do I feel like I'm missing this or that? And I want you to really think about it. Grab your journal 
And I want you to write down what could have caused you to feel this way because there is a reason. And then once you identify that, because once you identify what's causing it, you're going to be able to find a solution to it. Once you go through this process and you find the reason of, oh, that's why I think this way, you're going to be able to find a solution so that you don't think that way anymore. And you can start working on your mindset and your thoughts about yourself. So when they come up the next time, I want you to dismiss it and go, girl, no, don't even go down the path. We already learned why that comes up for us. So we're not going to go down that path. So I'm not saying that your thoughts, your negative thoughts, limiting beliefs are going to go away one day. They may never go away. But what I can tell you that you are able to do is find a reason why they're coming up, find a solution and handle it a lot better when they come up the next time. So you're going to be able to tell yourself, I already know why this comes up. I'm moving on. And you're going to be able to dismiss it and move on and continue. Number three is thinking that someone else's life is better than yours. Now, for my coaches out there or for my entrepreneurs, I want you to think about this. When we talk about social media and we talk about the importance of being able to be on social media, put your face in the camera when you're talking to people so that they can get to know you, it builds trust, all of this stuff, right? One of the most common things I hear is, well, I just have such a boring life. I don't know what to share. Here's what I want you to remember. Your life is very similar to probably 95% of the people that follow you, if not 100%. We all wake up the same way. We all have to shower. We all have to brush our teeth. We all have to do laundry. We all have to do all of these things. So there is something that you can share that people are going to watch and go, oh, wow, that was a great tip. Oh, wow, that was awesome. I needed to hear that. Or, oh, I should buy that thing that she's using. So you can show up and share your life and stop thinking that your life is boring because your life is not boring. Your life is just normal. And we need to see normal. If we wanted to see something that wasn't normal, we just watch TV and watch all these fake reality TV shows. When you're on social media, I know for me, I love to see normal. I want to see the everyday mom succeeding and making six figures from home in her business while she cleans her house, while she drops and picks up her kids from school. Like that's normal. It's achievable. I know that if other moms could do it, any mom can do it. I needed to see that when I was starting my coaching business. And it was really good to see not just the highlight reel, not just the people that want to show this awesome life, but the real everyday woman, right? We've talked about that in this episode, the real everyday woman who is still able to accomplish things while she's going through some things that you may be going through. So don't ever think that your life is boring or that someone can't take something away because there is something you're just not seeing it because it's your life. We're our biggest critics, right? So just share away and remember that you have something that you can give to this world that someone is going to take away and find value in. The fourth thing that it's okay for you to quit on is comparing yourself as a parent to other parents, whether that is parents on the internet or parents at your kid's school. You know, one of the things, and this was a big one for me as a mom of three girls, and they're all over the place in ages, I just find it hilarious all the things that parents always, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be like, oh my God, am I going to ruin this kid's life? And I saw a quote once that made me laugh so hard because it's so true. But before I tell you the quote, just know there's a bad word coming. So if you need to put your headphones on. So the quote was, we're all going to fuck up our kids one way or another. 
And it was so funny because I thought that is so true. As parents, there is no manual that tells you what to do. And we're all parenting very differently because we're all different. We all have different beliefs. We all grew up differently with different traditions. And we take away parts of what we're learning and that becomes your parenting style. Like I have some things that I do from my parents that they did growing up, my husband's parents, his style, my style, and we have our unique parenting style. And I am 100% okay with that. I know that my kids are getting the best mom that I could be. I can't be perfect and I know that I'm doing my best. So whatever comes from that, that's just what it is. You have to remove all of this pressure as parents and just do your best. Your best is good enough. You're going to raise some amazing kids and don't compare yourself with what other people are doing because their life is completely different. And a lot of times too, we don't know what people's lives are really like behind their closed doors when they're home. So you sitting there comparing yourself, it's just not doing you any justice. It's not serving you. And I promise you, you're probably a great parent. You're just doing what we all do at some point or another. You're trying to be better. So you're questioning everything. But just have belief in yourself and know that you're doing a good job and your kids are going to be fine. Number five of the things that you can quit on is waiting for permission from others. I want you to stop waiting for other people to give you permission to do something that is in your heart. I want you to make a list of all the things that you want to do that you haven't done yet. And then I want you to try to do them. And here's the thing. You don't have to announce what you're doing to everyone, especially the people that you know are not going to support you. Just start. They'll learn and see what you're doing once you're already in it. But when you try to get the support from people who are not going to support you and you're trying to convince them in a way to support you before you actually go for it, what's going to happen is you're never going to do it. It is time for you to stop expecting approval from other people and just really go with what you want to do. This is your life. No one can live it for you but you. So you have to make it the best because you only get one. And that kind of leads me to number six, which is stop caring about people's judgment and just quit on that whole idea. Just accept. Girl, I'm telling you, when you are able to accept some of these things and go, you know what? I'm going to accept all of these things because I can't change them. And it is really silly when we think about it, trying to change things that we know is out of our control. It's kind of like me thinking about the future and this is kind of intense, but it's what came to mind as an example. So we're just going to go with it. But think about like, okay, in the future, you have no idea when your time is up. We don't know that stuff. So for us to live our lives in constant fear of when that time comes, it's not good. And I say this from experience because at some point when I was young, I used to be like scared, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die one day. But one day I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit here in fear of when it's going to happen and not live my life. And it was that whole thought process that changed that whole thing. Now I don't have the same fear. And so when you think about things and you go, oh, I haven't done all this stuff because I just care too much about what people are judging me on. Girl, can you control them from judging you? No, they're going to judge you and they're going to do what they want to do. So you do what you want to do. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what your profession is. People are still going to have something to say. You can be out here saving the world, changing people's lives, doing so much good. And somebody is going to find something wrong with what you're doing and have an opinion. And that's fine. Anyone is entitled to their opinion. Let them be. You're entitled to live the life that you want to live and do the things that you want to do. So go for it and stop caring about judgment. And my last one that I have is giving more of you and being hurt when others don't give you as much. This one is going to be good, which is why I left it for last. So what I want you to do is I want you to quit 
on having expectations from other people on how they're showing up for your life and not worry about it. Here is why. And I say this from experience of all kinds of different things that I've been through. But have you ever had a friend? Let's talk about friendship. Have you ever had a friend where you're like, you know, I've noticed that she never calls me. I'm always the one reaching out. I'm always the one showing up. I'm always the one inviting her to go have a drink. I'm always the one, you know, in her social media and she never reaches out. Or you could say, I'm always doing this for this person and they never do anything. But every time they need me, I'm always there. I rearrange my schedule. I do so much to be there and be able to help them with what they need. But when I need something, they're not around. They don't do it for me. They don't show up the same way that I'm showing up for them. And so you start feeling like you're giving so much in this relationship, but the other person isn't. And this isn't just a marriage. This could be like friendships. This could be in your professional life. This could be at your nine to five job. This could be with your parents. Maybe you feel like your parents aren't giving you the love and support that you deserve as their daughter. So when you have relationships and situations like this, what ends up happening is you become very resentful. You start holding things against these people. And then what ends up happening, because they might not even know because you haven't communicated, or even if you have communicated this stuff and they're not changing it, you can become really resentful, hold things against them. And what ends up happening with that is you become angry and it frustrates you. And here is what I learned, because I've been through this in multiple scenarios. This list that I gave you, oh, girlfriend, let me tell you, I have been there. So this is what completely changed the game for me. And I went, it was like my aha moment. I asked myself, wait a minute, why am I upset with them when I'm the one expecting this of them? Did I just blow your mind? Let's dig a little bit further on this. What I give to them, if I have a friendship and I feel like my friend's not showing up as much as I'm showing up, instead of me going, why is she not showing up and putting all the things on her why don't I just turn it around and go, well, why do I expect her to show up the same way that I show up? And if it's really bothering me that I'm showing up for you and you're not trying and we've already talked about it and you know how I feel and you're still not trying, then at some point it's my responsibility to change my approach and thought process because I can't control other people, but I can control myself. And so one of the things that I recommend that you do is ask yourself, these questions. Ask yourself, well, if they're not showing up the way that you want them to show up, why don't you stop expecting it out of them? And then so that you don't feel like you're constantly showing up and doing more, if that's really bothering you, then that's something that you can change within yourself. You know, not everybody needs the same type of attention. Not everybody has the same types of relationships. They don't know how to give the same way. We all have different love languages that we respond to. And what I have found is that that whole resentment, me being upset with people when I feel like they're not being a good friend, when I change my thought process and I just stop expecting things from people, expecting things that maybe they are unwilling to give or incapable of giving. Maybe it's not within them to be that type of friend. Maybe your parents don't know how to be different parents. So one of the things that I realized was being okay accepting what they were willing to give me and saying that's good enough and changing my expectation. Now, this is not true if somebody is hurting you, if someone is bringing just crap into your life and making you miserable. No, those people you need to let go. I'm saying like if you want more out of someone, but they just like they show up when they show up, 
You have to change your expectations and be okay and know and tell yourself that you can't expect them to give more than they're willing or capable of giving. Maybe this is just part of them. Is it right? Maybe not. Could they be doing better? Maybe. But we all got to work on ourselves, right? Maybe they haven't even realized it. And so one of the things that I did when I found myself in this situation was I just stopped expecting things from people and I stopped giving so much because it was bothering me to be like, okay, well, I'm always showing up. Every time you need me, I'm there. Even if I don't hear from you for a year, all of a sudden you need me, I'm there. And so what I did was if I was calling too much, then I just stopped calling so much. You know, I met them where they were at. I gave the same effort. And the reason that's important is because then you establish the relationship. You know where it's at. They give this much, you give this much, and that's fine. You're no longer feeling frustrated because you're constantly giving and giving and giving and they're not showing up. Because remember, you can't control them, but you can control yourself. And your relationships are going to be different. You're going to have some friends that maybe you don't talk to them a lot. But you're also not going to be like showing up all the time either, wondering why they're not doing the same for you. You're going to meet them where they're at. So once in a year, girl, we'll talk and connect and then I'll talk to you next year. And then there's going to be some friends that you talk to every day and they show up. They call you. They message you. You hear from them often. And so you do the same for them. And if you have friends that only reach out when they need something, you know, that's happened to me too, especially as a wellness coach. I have people that reach out and go, hey, girl, I fell off. I feel miserable. I feel this. I feel that. I need help. And I haven't heard from them in months, in a year, but now they need help and they reach out. Is it right? I don't know. You make that decision, right? But if it really bothers you and you've already talked about it, because I do think that it's important to talk to people about things, if it doesn't change, it's also okay to let some friendships go. If it's not a big deal, then, and you've established that that's just what it is, that's how they function, and you're okay with it, it doesn't bother you, then just don't make a big deal out of it. And another thing you'll notice too is when you start removing yourself from giving so much and showing up so much and being the only one to reach out so much, some people are gonna notice your absence and they're gonna start wondering, where is she at? I haven't heard from her in forever. And that is a great opportunity. It might initiate a conversation that needs to be had again. It might help set up some boundaries and like, hey girl, like if we're gonna do this and you want me to show up, then girl, you need to show up for me too. Marriages aren't the only relationships where two people have to work on it. Friendships, those people have to work on together as well. Work relationships, partnerships, all kinds of different relationships. It takes two people. But at the end of the day, you can't control what other people do. So all you can do is control yourself set your own expectations and remove yourself from doing so much if it's bothering you that other people aren't showing you the same. And so when you do this, you're going to realize like, okay, so I'm not bothered that much anymore because now we've established like this is where we're at and you're giving the same effort. And so it's not going to bother you and you're going to be fine. So if, if something like this is bothering you, I want you to do this exercise. Make a list of all the people that you're just like, they never show up for me, but I'm showing up for them. Maybe you need to change your approach without even telling them. You don't need to call them and be like, hey girl, I've talked to you a bunch of times about how I feel like you're not being a good friend. So I'm gonna stop calling you. I'm gonna stop texting you. I'm gonna stop sending you TikTok videos. You don't need to do that. Just take it upon yourself and go, okay, well, maybe they can't give me what I give to friends. Maybe they can't give me the same because that's just not who they are. So then I'll just meet them where they're at and do the same thing they do for me. I'll give them that much. And I promise you that'll be your new normal and it'll work and it'll help you not be so frustrated anymore because now you're not going above and beyond for people that you may feel don't deserve it.
Okay, friend, that is the list that you can start working on. Things that it's okay to quit. Things that it's okay to change. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, share it on your social media. I would really appreciate it. And this would really help this podcast grow and share the message that I want to share with all the women so that they can feel their best. I hope you have a good day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.